Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trip Tales, the show where we talk about your Disney vacations. My name is Jamie Lee, and this is episode 56. If this is your first time listening, this is a trip report show. I have a guest on every episode that talks about what they did on their most recent Disney World or Universal vacation. And we talk about things like hotel stays, dining, transportation, crowds, weather, Genie Plus, and so much more. And uh, this is actually the second episode of Trip Tales in August. And I usually only do two a month, but this month you are getting a third. That's what happens sometimes when there are five Mondays in a month. So I hope you guys are all happy about that extra third episode this month. If you are interested in becoming a guest on a future Trip Tales episode, please go ahead and visit ctmtriptales.com. Click on Beyond Trip Tales at the top and fill in the information about your trip. Please give me as much information as possible when you fill that out. Um, You can also direct message me on Instagram or Facebook. And, um, you know, that's always that's always an option if you need to contact me. Um, I may not get back to you immediately, but I I do see those messages. So that is another way to contact me. Um, Right now, I am looking for trips taking place in October and beyond. And I'm looking specifically for Disney World and Universal Orlando trips only at this point. I will be expanding this to other areas, but for now, those are the places we're focusing on. Uh, Before we begin the interview, I want to mention that you should check out our wonderful sponsor, Zip Travel. They are a great travel agency to help you plan the best Disney vacation that you can get. It's literally free to use them. You only have to pay for the cost of your trip. They help you make dining reservations, book your hotel and park tickets, buy special event tickets, help you navigate Genie Plus, and so much more. You can go to travelwithzip.com to be paired with either Lauren or Kendall, and they can help you book your next Disney Universal or anywhere you want to go trip. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. All right, well, I'm going to talk with Amanda today. She did a short two-night stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and um, her boyfriend had only been, the last time he had been, he was like eight years old. Um, So we kind of got a perspective of someone that had been there in a while versus someone that is an annual pass holder and goes I think she said like once a month. So um, it's a it's a great episode. I hope you guys enjoy hearing about Animal Kingdom Lodge Club level and kind of doing a, a semi staycation. And uh, she also talks about boarding her dog over at Best Friends Pet Care, which is um, something that I was interested in. And kind of we kind of got information more about that. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, but here is my interview with Amanda. All right, well, let's get to my guest today. I am talking to Amanda. Welcome to Trip Tales, Amanda. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you for being here. First question I like to ask right off the bat, in one word, how was your trip? So we thought a lot about it. Um, The word we settled on was extraordinary. That's a great word. (laughs) Now I'm very excited to hear more about it. All right, well, tell tell me some information about your trip. So what were your trip dates? Um, Monday, August 8th to Wednesday, August 10th. Okay. And uh, who traveled with you? Was my boyfriend and I, and then we did bring our dog as well. Okay. And where did you guys stay? We stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, and we were in a club-level Savannah room. Ooh, nice. Um, And what kind of tickets did you guys have? 
So I have an out-of-state annual pass, um, but for him, we just got a one-day park hopper. Okay. And besides any dining ADRs or anything, did you do any extra activities or upcharge events? Other than the club level, that was really it. Um, we did do uh, an experience at the Lego store our last day that I'll touch on, but other okay. than that, just advanced dining. Okay. And um, you did mention when, um, when uh, about your trip beforehand that you did use the best friends uh, boarding for your dog, right? Yes, we did. Okay, perfect. I do want to. I do want to uh, talk about that. So, okay, mm-hmm. so let's start from the beginning. How did you get to Florida? Yes. So we live in Savannah, Georgia. So we drove. Okay. And how long is the drive? Of, uh, is the drive there? Um, I, five hours, six, depending on traffic. We got there in about five. Okay. And what time did you arrive? So we, we left pretty early. We were, we were eager to, to get there. So we left around 630 and we got to, we went straight to the best friend's dog hotel and got there at 11. Okay. And tell me about that whole process because I, I know about this place, but I don't know any details whatsoever. So um, how do you book it? Where is it exactly? You know, um, costs, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I, this was also our first time using it. Mm-hmm. And um, I booked initially online um, and I booked in May. Um, I don't know if it's necessary to book that far out, but I knew I wanted to try it. So um, we just went ahead and, and booked it early. Um, on Online, it is easy to do. Um, it does send you a confirmation email, but the email does note that even though you've booked, your spot isn't necessarily held until you pay a deposit. Um, I will say there were a lot of elements that I loved, but um, the booking and really making sure everything was confirmed was probably the most difficult piece. Um, So when I got that email, I then called them. Um, They, similar to when you call, you know, a Disney resort line, you will be on hold for a good amount of time, but they do have the same callback system. Um, they are really excellent at also answering their emails. So um, I just, you know, sent them a quick message. They give me a callback, um, and then I paid. I believe it was a fifty dollar deposit to actually hold his spot. Okay. Um, and they do have different tiers. Um, so we actually did the lowest one, which is indoor only. Um, so they have indoor only. It includes two walks per day, bedding and bowls for them. And then their next tier has an indoor outdoor space. The outdoor space is theirs. So it, they don't share it with any other dog. It's just theirs. Um, and then there are three additional levels above that um, that come with a lot more amenities. Um, a concierge service. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure what that includes for the dogs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I have the website up now. Um, they have, a, a you know, very cute things like a bedtime story, oh um, a flat screen TV, um, <laughs> premium bedding, a webcam. Wow. Um, so the other levels just have more add-ons, um, okay. like treats for them, um, additional interaction with, with the staff. Um, so I just went with the bottom one because, um, I kind of knew he wasn't going to use the outdoor space. Um, uh-huh. And I also kind of thought the, the the flat screen TV might freak him out a little bit. And I knew <laughs> if I had the webcam, I would spend the whole trip looking at him. So yeah. um, we just went with the bottom one, which is an overnight rate of $52. Okay. That's very reasonable. 
I thought so too. We have a place at home and their rate is between 35 and 40. So pretty, it was pretty similar for us. Um, Additionally, once you pay a deposit, you do have to provide proof of vaccinations. Um, And so there's three vaccinations that they require for all the dogs, rabies, Bordetella, um, and then Parvo. Mm -hmm. And then if you want the dog to participate in any group activities, there were um, two canine influenza shots that you needed to have proof of. Um, he actually has never had the canine influenza shots and, um, he, he's an older dog. He really doesn't like playing with other dogs. Okay. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't opt for those. Um, so I just okay. emailed in the vaccine results for those. Um, I did all that correspondence over email, um, really cause their phone lines would take a while, but they were right. very quick over email. I would say over email, maybe half a day to get back to you normally within an hour. Okay. Okay. And this facility, um, how is it, is it very, is it pretty big? Um, are there a lot of dogs in there? Like you kind of, what is it, how is it set up? Yeah. So when you walk in, um, the lot, the lobby is pretty large, um, plenty of space. If there's a line, um, there, the front check-in desk, I think has, if I remember correctly, four different, um, spots for cast members and to check four different families in, which is great. Um, and then when you walk in, um, off to the right hand side, they have little window portholes to see into the indoor, um, dog group, um, playtime, which is cute. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they have, um, two large hallways on either side of the check-in desk. So lots of space was, you know, very easy to check in. Mm -hmm. Um, when we checked in, they took really meticulous notes. Um, he has a couple health issues um, that, you know, kind of impact day to day. You know, he can't have a, a collar around his neck and he has to eat his food elevated. He's an older dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took really great notes, um, awesome. which was excellent. Um, I had a couple of questions just because I'd never been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they open at 10 a.m. And what I was pleasantly surprised by is that you can drop them off at any time. Um, I was a little nervous coming at 11 a.m. I'd emailed them, but they said, nope, you can bring them by anytime, um, which was nice. So if, if you okay. come in a little earlier, um, once they open at 10, your, your overnight rate includes bringing them in as soon as they open. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and based on, you know, I guess we can just kind of um, – go to the end. Cause I, I, I kind of want to know how your experience was in total. Like when mm-hmm. you picked, when you picked him up, like, did you feel like he was taken care of really well? Were there any problems, you know, stuff like that? I, th- I thought it was really good. So, um, we did the bottom tier for his, um, boarding, but I did add on extra walks, um, and, and okay. cuddle time. Um, I've had experiences at, at boarding locations before where, because he gets nervous and won't eat his food or won't drink, um, he then is dehydrated when I pick him up. And so I just like when there's additional interaction. Mm-hmm. So I added on, I want to say three cuddle times just each day as a check-in okay. and then, um, uh, two additional walks for the full day he was there. Um, each okay. one was $8 to add on. Okay. Um, and when I picked him up, um, I had selected a time to pick him up at. Um, and then when we dropped him off, um, I had in that moment dropping him off decided and asked if they could accommodate giving him a bath before I got him. And they could, um, I added it on last minute, right when I brought him and that was no problem. Um, and when I picked him up, um, he was great. He, 
had eaten all his food. They had a cute little um, note and report card in the bag about, you know, that he that he ate every day. Um, you know, they confirmed that he used the bathroom every day, which because I've had experiences where I picked him up and he's been horribly dehydrated. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say he he has really bad separation anxiety. And so when we mm-hmm. picked him up, um, once we got him home, um, he sometimes is a little vocal and we noticed that he did lose his voice a little bit. Um, it only lasted for about a day or so, but I, I do think he probably, um, you know, was, was howling a little bit being by himself. Um, but he was healthy. Um, and I thought the facility was really, really clean. He was clean. Um, the, the bath that I added on did not include trimming his nails, Mm -hmm. but he was due for a nail trim and they actually just did it. Um, they didn't charge me extra for it. Um, so I thought that was really nice. nice. And, um, on the day that I was picking him up, um, they called me before the bath just to confirm, you know, he didn't have any skin allergies. Um, did I want to add on any extra services, um, like cleaning his ears out or brushing his teeth? Um, Mm -hmm. so I thought that was nice too, but I would, I would absolutely use them again. And it was, it was just so convenient because it's on Disney property. Um, it was less than 10 minutes from Disney Springs, which is where we went next. And so, mm-hmm. um, it, it didn't add on any time and it was just r- really great. And then just knowing that if something did go wrong, we were right there. Um, so I would definitely use it again. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. I, I just, I had never heard anybody talk about it really that like has used it before. So I was very, I was very interested in it. Just curious. Um, how old is your dog and what's his name and what kind of dog is he? <laughs> so he is almost nine. Oh. Um, his name is Duke. He is a true mutt. He's definitely a mini poodle and a little bit of schnauzer, a little oh. bit of dachshund. Um, oh my he, gosh. <laughs> he, he has dark fur and, and we, we call him a, a bath mat. He kind of just looks like um, a little curly bath mat when he lies on the ground. So oh. um, yes, no, we, we had a, a really, really good, experience. Um, he also eats food that needs to be refrigerated and that was no problem. Um, so they were, they were very, I would, I would say he's a, um, extremely high maintenance dog (laughs) to board. Um, and that did not phase them at all. That's, that's wonderful to hear. I'm glad, I'm glad for that. Uh, and you, you expect that with Disney, I guess, cause they always, you mm-hmm. know, customer service is like big with them. So I'm glad that it's the same with, with their pets. <laughs> um, no, is it just, is it just dogs or can you do, do cats and, and other animals or is it just dogs and cats? So you can do cats and I had not thought about other animals, but when I went to pick them up, um, in one of the rooms off to the side that you could see into, um, someone had a parrot in there. So, oh my goodness. Um, you can definitely bring other animals. Um, uh-huh. And what I didn't realize until I booked is that the the Best Friends Pet Hotel actually has multiple locations. So it's not um, just at Disney. They do operate in other cities, um, but this uh-huh. one is fully on Disney property. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, and you recommend, um, you have to call right first. Like you can't just email, you have to call to book initially, right? So initially you can just book online. Um, but, but the confirmation email is very clear that you have to pay that deposit. Um, and it, it it didn't provide a link or anything. So you really do have to call once you do do that initial booking to hold your spot. Okay. Um, I think you also can visit them during your trip, but because our, our stay was so short, I didn't ask about that at all. But I'm sure okay. if you had a longer trip or, you know, were nervous for any reason or, you know, mm-hmm. if your animal would benefit from that, I'm, I'm sure you can visit them too. Okay. 
All right. Well, that that sounds that sounds great. Um, so you you dropped him off. Everything was fine mm-hmm. with that. Um, and then you said you went to Disney Springs. Yes, went to okay. Springs. Um, and I should mention that I so I'm an annual pass holder. We try to go if possible once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but my boyfriend, who I was with, the only and last time he had been was when he was eight years old. Um, so oh. he had not been in over twenty years. Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I mean, this is going to be a, like a, a shock to him because it's yes. way different. <laughs> <laughs> way different. Um, so we we went to Springs. Um, parked in the orange garage. Um, we headed to Springs because we had a lunch reservation at Haleo. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we got there, we had probably about 45 minutes to an hour to walk around before a lunch reservation. Okay. Um, so we popped in the Coke store. I had actually never been in there before. Um, it was really nice. They had, you know, a bunch of merch. Um, the top level, I think rooftop has um, some drinks that you can order. That wasn't open probably because it was just a little bit earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did pop over quickly to Disney style as well. Um, it was a Monday and it was not even noon yet. So it was um, definitely pretty empty. Um and we did check on the Gideon's line because of that, um, but they hadn't opened the virtual queue and the line was all outside in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did opt not to wait in the Gideon's line um, just because we, we we figured it was probably a 20 to 30 minute wait mm-hmm. um, and we were going to try to head there at a different time. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so what'd you do instead? <laughs> So instead, we we started making our way over to Haleo. Um, we were definitely hungry, so we thought, you know, maybe we'd pop in there a little early. Our reservation was at twelve thirty, um, and it there was nothing that happened that um, hindered the trip. But I will say that the My Disney Experience app was a little glitchy when we were there. Um, our reservations for dining would pop up and then go away, especially the day of. Um, so our reservation wasn't showing up anymore on the app, but I did have the email. Um, so instead popped over to world of Marvel and then the star Wars store, which is right by Haleo. Um, and then we went in just before our reservation at 1230. Okay. And, uh, okay. So tell me about Haleo then. So this was our first time. Um, I will say when we were planning, we went through a lot of different, um, menus and restaurants were both, you know, really big foodies. So, um, you know, a highlight and a focus of the trip was absolutely the food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went in, what was interesting is, um, you know, when we were driving, I noticed that the, the reservation had gone away from my Disney experience. And even though I had the confirmation email, I got a little worried and I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see if there's a reservation open and, and just book it a second one just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't anything open that day until about two when I went to look, um, when we were driving that morning, but what's interesting is the restaurant is is beautiful inside. It was very empty when we were there, um, which I thought was interesting considering the, the app didn't have any availability. Um, I would say, we, you know, we got seated just about 1230 and uh, I mean, maybe a fifth of the restaurant was seated. Um, everything else was open. It was very, very empty. Is it a restaurant that's on open table? I think it is. Maybe, um, maybe they leave like a certain amount of reservations at open table. That's a good point. Yeah. It, maybe. it was it for a weekday lunch. I think it would be very possible to get day of seating and just walk in. There was a, okay. it's huge. There's also bar seating too. And I'm, I'm sure the bar seating doesn't require a reservation. So uh, okay. for a last minute place, I, I think it could be a good option. Perfect. Um, okay. 
neither of us had done had gone before, but we we definitely looked at menus ahead of time. Um, I got the salt air margarita, which is one thing I was most excited to try. It is kind of your standard margarita, but instead of salt on the rim, they do a salt foam. Um, I love margaritas. Um, And what was nice about it is because the foam was on the top, every sip of your margarita had the perfect amount of salt taste. Um, I would go back just for this drink. It's probably one of my favorite Disney drinks now. Interesting. Okay. That sounds good. So def- <laughs> definitely would recommend that. Okay. Um, uh, Jake was most excited for the Hamon Umberico, which I'm going to be honest, I wasn't terribly familiar with it before. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a, a, it's a special um, pig that only eats acorns. Um, Interesting. And it, it was good. I'm going to be honest. He, he was really excited about it. Um, it was fun to try, but um, it was um, – I was most excited for, about my margarita. Um <laughs> Um, so we, we got that. And then we also got the croquettes de pollo. These are the, um, they're little fried as chicken and cheese. And, um, from what we looked up online, each of the Haleo locations, depending on the city they're in and the location, the, the serving tray is inspired by that location. So they come out on, um, it's a serving tray that looks like a, a red padded pillow, like what Cinderella's slipper comes out on. Oh my gosh. That's so It's cool. very cool. Yes. And they were delicious. Um, <laughs> would, would absolutely recommend those. Um, and then we got the two sandwiches that are on the menu. One has um, serrano ham and manchego tea- cheese. And then the other has um, manchego honey and then um, sobre sada ham. Um, both were okay. very good. I don't, they were similar enough that we really didn't need to get both. Um, but both were very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a tapas style restaurant, and I found that sometimes tapas restaurants I'm a little overwhelmed with, or excuse me, underwhelmed with the volume of food that you get. But uh, I actually okay. was I actually was pleasantly surprised. We had more than enough food um, with those four dishes, probably too much. Um, so that was. With you know, with it being a tapas restaurant and also on Disney property, I was I was um, impressed with with the the serving size. Good. Um, how were the prices there? Um, they were they were definitely Disney prices. Um, with what we ordered and after tip, it was a little over probably a hundred, um, okay. which is you know definitely much more than we would ever spend on a lunch anywhere else. <laughs> right. Um, but it was, it was definitely experience. The service was amazing. Our waiter was phenomenal. Um, the restaurant was beautiful. The fact that it was pretty empty was really nice too. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's on the water at Disney Springs. So we had a really good view, mm-hmm. um, and it downpoured when we were in there, um, which oh. kind of made it an even better view too. Um, so it was, it was great. I would go back again. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't necessarily go for a full meal. Um, okay. I would probably go for, you know, drinks and a small plate and then maybe go somewhere else after. Okay. So you, so you go back to like basically sit at the bar basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they did have a ton of options. We did not get dessert at all because, um, there were so many other places at, at Springs that we wanted to pop into and, and maybe get something sweet afterwards. Um, and I will say for it being so hot out, it is a really heavy meal um, mm-hmm. because of the meats and the cheeses. And um, so I think that's also why I would do 
maybe just something a little smaller there, especially if you're going to um, have a kind of full day afterwards. But gotcha. definitely good experience. We would we would go again. Okay. Sounds great. Never been. I need to try it. Although yes, I don't know if I want to bring my kids, you know, so this is definitely yeah. a Jared and me thing. <laughs> yes. I, you know, there weren't any kids in there, but it's so large. I definitely could accommodate really big families. So I, okay. I could see during dinner hour, it, 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 it fitting families and kids really easily. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. So after lunch and you were very full, um, what did you do? <laughs> so we popped in a few more stores. We popped into Lululemon. Um, and then Jake really wanted to go into the Lego store. I had not ever spent much time in there. Um, and when we were in there, they have a, a spot in the middle where you can design your own Lego figurine. Um, and we were kind of interested in doing that. But at this point, it was now almost two o'clock um and it had over a three hour wait um so we did wow. not do that um but we you know bopped around there um we did poke around um amarettes and um thought about going maybe back to gideon's but figured the line would be pretty long so um instead before we headed out we went to everglazed um neither of us had been before and we were very full so we did just get um donuts to go we got a, a chocolate frosted and an orange creamsicle. Mm-hmm. And then I got a cold brew. The cold brew was pretty standard, but they have um, different flavored cold foams that were amazing. Um, I got a, a cinnamon toast cold foam, um, and I would absolutely recommend that. Um, they had a, a bunch of flavors too. Jer- Jared's a big cold brew fan, so I think he'd probably <laughs> like the cinnamon toast one. <laughs> yes, yes, he would love it. And they were, you know, it wasn't crowded. They were really great. We had a bunch of questions about the donuts and, and they were wonderful. Um, there's indoor seating and there's also outdoor seating. Um, and we were full from lunch, so we didn't get any other savory sandwiches, but we would definitely go back. Okay. Very good. All right. So what did you do next? So uh, this trip, we really wanted to spend as much time as possible at the hotel. Um, and I had checked in online while we were driving in on the app. Um, but our room number hadn't populated yet. Um, we still went over to animal kingdom lodge. We got there around two 30, um, and just went to the front desk and our room was ready. So it didn't populate on the app, um, but it was ready, which was great. Um, that's good. We checked in, we, we went upstairs, we were on the fourth floor. Um, our magic vans didn't work, but we were able to unlock the door and just use our My Disney Experience app to use our, our phone to unlock it. Okay. And you did you have a Savannah view, you said? We did have a Savannah view. Um, neither of us had ever been to this hotel before. Um, I really love um, exploring the Disney resorts, popping over to hotels just to see the lobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had never been to this one. And, um, it is spectacular. We, um, we were, so we're on the fourth floor. We took the elevator up and when we got out, there was a huge window looking over the Savannah. Um, and you could see zebras and I was like, I thought, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. I started tearing up a little bit. And when we got to our room, I stepped on the balcony and I cried. Um, it was, <laughs> it was sensational. It was the coolest place I have ever been. Um, it is really crazy that it's in, that is in Florida and that it's at Disney. I would highly recommend it. Right. It seems like you're in a different world. Yes. Yes. And it, so it probably not the most popular opinion. Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. Um, and it, you do feel like you're there when you're at your resort. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, they share a savanna. Like with yes. Park. So that, at least that's mm-hmm. what I heard. I don't know. I think they do too. Yes. I didn't realize how many different savannas there are until we were there, but I think they do. Yeah. That's so fun. And you said you, are you in Jumbo or Kadani? We were in Jumbo House. Okay. Um, and we had a good view. I was, I was a little skeptical when we booked it of if we would actually see many animals. Um, but we had, we had a great view. We're on the fourth floor. Um, we kind of went back and forth during our visit. If we thought fourth floor was better or third floor, um, we, we decided fourth floor is a good level because you're not too high up, but third floor, it felt like you couldn't see out enough where I think Mm -hmm. five would be a little bit too high. You'd see a lot of, you know, trees would get in the way of of your view. So, um, we, we didn't put in any special requests for the room. Um, but I, I think we, we lucked out. We liked our, our view a lot. We were in a ADA room, um, which I'd never had at Disney before. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't mind it. I mean, definitely the shower is different. Um, the only thing that we kind of battled is the, the, the door is automatic. And so when you go to close it, it will automatically swing out and then pull back, um, to close. But we, we got the hang of it after, you know, a, a night or so. Nice. Um, okay. So tell me, the rest of it about your room. I know you said you were staying club level. Was it just like a Savannah standard room club level or was it a suite or um, what about your room? Yes, it was a standard level. We had a balcony um, and then the, I think because it was an ADA room, the bathroom was really large, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a closet with a sliding door and with a little bit of storage and, and hanging space um, and then the piece of furniture under the TV had a ton of storage. Um, we're, we're not really ones to unpack. Um, we'll hang a couple things, but we won't, won't completely use the the dressers in hotels. Um, but if, if you were there for a long time, I was really impressed with the amount of storage under the TV. It was, uh, I would say probably the du- double the size of kind of a standard dresser that you would have in, in a regular room at your home. Um, so okay. lots of really great storage. There was um, a Keurig with the um, 50th anniversary um, pods too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the decor, you really like the decor? It was good. It was subtle. Um, I knew from pictures that it was, you know, a lot of dark wood. Um, there was in the bathroom, a Timon and Pumbaa, photo and then next to the tv there was a kind of lion king sunset i believe that was pretty much it um there was a small coffee table book on the piece of furniture under the tv about the disney conservation fund which i thought was a nice touch Mm -hmm. um but not not too much artwork but i kind of knew that going in okay all right um anything else about your room that you want to take note of did you have the um, nets over the bed do they still have those no no nets oh. over the bed um i guess the only thing to mention is um so I'm, I'm a big fan of the resort tv um but what i thought was interesting was that there was um a specific animal kingdom lodge background music and resort tv background so instead of the standard blue um it was uh, a picture of of jumbo house and then the background music was more like the music that's in the lobby and wasn't the standard like Disney instrumental music that they normally have, which I thought was interesting. Um, but we, okay. we, we also loved that resort TV too. Excellent. Okay. 
Um, all right. So after you got settled into your room and everything, what was the plan for the rest of the day? So today we, we really wanted to just soak in the resort. Um, we'd purposefully made dinner reservations at Boma that night. So our plan was, you know, once we got to the hotel that we were just going to stay there all day. Um, so our magic bands still weren't working. So we popped down to the front desk again, once we, um, put our, our bags in the room from using the, um, mobile key and, um, popped in, they made some adjustments to our magic bands. Um, I love Disney merch. I'm a big fan of Disney merch. And so we popped into the gift shop, um, did some pin trading, just looked around, didn't get anything yet. Um, and then we were really curious to see what the, what the club, um, looked like. Um, and so it, and the, the name that they called is the Kilimanjaro, um, club and it's on the sixth floor. Um, and the sixth floor is, is where the club is, but there's also, um, rooms as well. And so, um, there's a spot in the elevator where you can scan your band. And then there's also a gate with interior stairs on the fifth floor where you can scan your magic band too, to get up to it. Um, our magic bands had been fixed for our room, but when we were trying to scan them in the elevator, they weren't working for the sixth floor. So went back to the front desk again, um, to try to get it fixed. And this time they did fix it for us. They were very, very lovely. They were great. They tested it with us to make sure it worked because we'd had a couple problems. Um, okay. so we, we went up to, um, the club level and the, because it was around just before four, we were in the, um, second, uh, meal time for the day, which is safari snacks. And so they had, chips, some drinks, um, little veggie cups, um, uncrustables. Um, and what was nice is that they also have an espresso machine that is, you know, there all day. And then also a little fridge for waters and sodas and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because this was our first time coming up to the, the club level space, there is a cast member at the desk where you check in. Um, so we checked in with them. Um, they gave us a cute little gift kind of um, envelope that had a, a chocolate bar in it and had a schedule of when food was put out and just some additional information about the space, which was nice. Um, okay. And then, you know, throughout your trip, it, you know, they're, they're always there when there's food out um, from 7 to 10 p.m. So if we ever had questions or things like that, instead of going to the front desk, we would just pop up there. Okay. And so you said they had set times where they would have like more food available than just like the snacky stuff. Yeah. So they, they had four meal times a day, um, and they had an hour in between each meal time. So from 7am to 10:30am, they had adventurous awakenings for, you know, breakfast items. Um, they would put out juices and then, um, 1130 to four was the snacks. Um, so really just like grab and go chips, uncrustables, okay. um, some veggie cups, things like that. Okay. Um, five to seven was twilight offerings. Um, and what we soon discovered is that a lot of the items that you'll see at Boma are in the the club level. So, you know, definitely some kind of like charcuterie board items of hummus and meats and cheeses and chips, but they did also have, um, a lot more substantial, um, items too. So that, Mm -hmm. which was nice. If you needed to eat dinner there, you definitely could. Um, and then from 8 to 10 was evening indulgences, and those were um, desserts and fruits. Um, okay. At any 
point during the meal times, there were staff, um, you know, coming around to the tables, clearing plates. Um, they would also have beer and wine. Um, and then they also had a seasonal sangria. Um, they had champagne. And then during the evening indulgences, they had um, some dessert liquors and um, darker liquor that they would put out um, that you could pour yourself to, which was nice. Okay. And so did you get to experience all of these mealtimes when you were there? We did. Yes. We, okay. we made certain to, to pop up at each mealtime. So um, to get the, the full experience. Okay. Very cool. Um, all right. So you said that that was on the sixth floor. Um, mm-hmm. So after you got done with that, what was, what was the plan after that? So at that point, it was around 4.30. Um, it was it wasn't raining, but it was thunder was in the area. So the pool was closed. Um, originally we were just going to, you know, go to the pool, um, and enjoy the resort. We still wanted to walk around to all the different spaces in Savannah. So, um, because it wasn't raining, we did just walk around the whole resort. Um, Mm -hmm. at Jumbo house, there are, I think three different locations where you can kind of look out to the Savannah. Um, and, it was great to just walk around, get acquainted with the space. There's also different animals at each of the spaces. So the one that's right behind Jumbo House, there's um, a big space where there are pink-backed pelicans. Um, that's also where we could see outside of our room, too. And and really consistently, there were zebras, um, wildebeests, and a couple giraffes at, at some points. Um, there's a few other animals too that um, even staring at the the guide on the safari during our Animal Kingdom day, I couldn't still could not figure out exactly which there were, but there was a <laughs> kind of a good group of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just walked around to each of those spaces. Um, one of the kind of lookout points had um, a really amazing cast member there who answered our questions. And then she also recommended that at some point, during our stay that we should go over to Kadani village because they have a different Savannah with different animals. Um, and so she was really great. So probably spent 30, 45 minutes, you know, walking around and and getting, um, acquainted with the resort. Mm -hmm. And, um, at that point there was thunder still in the area. So we weren't going to go to the pool because it was closed, but when we were headed back to our room, um, there was free play open at the arcade by the pool. Um, I think maybe the, um, system went down. Um, so we, we popped in there for a little bit. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. I was going to yep, say free play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it wasn't, I mean, we just spent a whole lot of time in there, maybe 20 minutes. Um, but, um, it was fun. They had a bunch of arcade games, um, was definitely good for if the pool's closed or if it's rainy, um, they had some, some good options. Okay. Um, all right. So did you, did you guys have, um, dinner plans or anything that night? We did have dinner plans. Um, we were going to Boma and our reservation was at seven. Okay. And is that the next thing you guys did? Yes, we did. We did. Well, actually we we popped back into the room. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mentioned I'm a huge fan of the resort TV. I also noticed that they had a recording of happily ever after when we went back, um, to our room. So I did watch that. Um, Jake was, you know, had no emotional attachment to that. So he wasn't (laughs) as interested. Um, (laughs) but, um, you know, watch that. Um, and then, you know, we still had about two hours before dinner and the next, um, food time, um, at the Kilimanjaro club was coming up at five and we wanted to see it. So, um, we popped up at five, um, we we had Boma reservations and we had never been to Boma. 
So um, we went up, we didn't realize how really everything that was up there was at Boma, which ended up being a good thing because I horribly spoiled my dinner. Um, I ate way too much um, because it was all delicious. Um, But then I soon (laughs) learned that it was because it was like a, 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 an appetizer to Boma. Um, So, but they had a ton of options. They had meats and cheeses. They had hummus. They had um, a curry pasta salad that was amazing. Mm -hmm. They had fresh fruit. They had little ham and cheese roll-ups. Um, and then for this dinner hour and then also at breakfast times, they would have um, kind of like a, a hot bar with three or four options. And so they had um, shredded chicken, corn pudding, seafood stew, and coconut rice. Um, okay. So even though the plates were smaller, if I mean, if you were using it to have dinner, you absolutely could um, because they had some of those dishes up there too okay excellent mm-hmm. well um so after that and you actually got to dinner dinner <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me about boma because i've never done dinner here so i'm always interested oh, in learning so it was amazing um yeah. so we we had never been before um this ended up being jake's favorite potentially my favorite too um this and another spot we went to were closely tied for me um but we loved it we had a great server um he had he shared that he'd been at disney for over 25 years um and was lovely um he was so great he you know even though it was a buffet he still you know when he um greeted us um you know, not physically, but walked through, um, each of the sections and, you know, gave us a heads up on, you know, because it's Monday, these are the soups that we have. If you come back on a different day, this is how the options are different. Um, he was great. So we, we went to Boma, um, we were seated really immediately. We got there pretty much right at seven and then we're seated within five minutes. Um, it was definitely, you know, all the tables were filled, but it was, you know, plenty of room. It didn't feel overly crowded. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of the things that were our favorites were um, definitely the Boma mustard. Um, and Ooh, then what's this? What's Boma so mustard? It's it, it's kind of like a stronger, a stronger tasting mustard that um, it kind of reminded me of um, like when you have a, a fancy mustard, maybe with like Christmas dinner or something. OK, um, it was very good. It was good on pretty much every meat that they had there. Okay. Um, I had heard a little bit about the salmon that they had and I tried that and it was it was definitely good. Um, I had pretty badly spoiled my dinner, so I wasn't eating too much. It was I was more just um, tasting at this point. Um, I will say the hummus and the salad dressings that they had were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had cornbread, which was great. And then we had heard that the soups were also really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the oxtail soup was good. And then um, Jake was a really huge fan of the corn pudding um, when we were there, which sounds a little odd. It really is kind of like the consistency of um, a little bit runnier than mashed potatoes. Um, it's kind of oh. like a thick soup, um, <laughs> but he loved it. Okay. Um, that, so that was the highlight of, of the meal. Okay. Um, and then we had never tried the zebra domes before. Um I'm going to be honest, they were not for me, um, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of um, mousse or fudge or jello. So I, I kind of knew going into it that they weren't going to be my jam, Got um, it. <laughs> but 
we 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 kind of got a, a sampling of everything, but the the boba mustard and the soups, the corn pudding, and um, their salad dressings, which is so funny, were absolutely a highlight. Um, I did get a mojito and it was okay. Um, I, I honestly should have just, I think stuck with, with just the food, um, because it was, but it was very, very good. Good. Um, what, what is the, what is the price for, for dinner? Oh, what was the price? I want to say, I think it was 49 or 59. Um, and I was, you know, really impressed with the amount of, options they had um they mm-hmm. do have a kid section too which um i just tried the mac and cheese from but we didn't eat much from they had um just like plain pasta and marinara sauce and mac and cheese and chicken tenders so pretty much everything outside of that i would say is is fairly adventurous um or is likely not something you would see anywhere else on disney property or have you know different spices and seasonings that that aren't very typical to what you'll see at the parks um which mm-hmm. we really liked um but we you know definitely thought it was worth the price um because it was a buffet because it was so good but um also because of um just the offerings yeah it's 49 49 um, okay for dinner mm-hmm. how was the service was it pretty good It was good. Um, he, you know, I, I definitely thought that he was attentive, you know, our, our plates never sat out for too long. Um, when we were done, he was, you know, really quick to refill our water. Um, he was great. He was great. He, there were definitely some moments where he was pretty chatty. Um, (laughs) so there, there weren't ever moments where we felt like, you know, our, our server was completely gone. He was excellent. Good. All right. Anything else you want to add about dinner? Um, I don't think so. We would absolutely go back. We, we planned to go to breakfast, um, the next day. Um, but we had eaten so much that we then quickly decided against keeping Boma breakfast reservations for the next morning because, um, we, we, um, were worried it was going to be just too much food. And you had, you had Kilimanjaro club. I know. So. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that you could truly have a full meal there. Um, so that's another reason why we, we did away with, with the Boma, um, breakfast, but we will go back to Boma for dinner and also to try breakfast too. Cause we loved it so much. That's great to hear. I love breakfast too. So I'm sure you will too. Oh, good. Um, all right. So after, after dinner, um, what did you guys do? I know it, it was probably pr- fairly late. I guess when you got yeah, done. Yeah, it was getting to probably a little bit after eight. Oh, um, that's we, not late, I guess. <laughs> no, not late, not late for Disney either. No. Um, <laughs> so we, you know, we, we knew we didn't want to leave the resort. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we, we kind of started this habit of, um, you know, scoping out some of the lookout points um, around the savannah to, um, we started referring to them as um, our animals, um, as if we, you know, like. <laughs> Uh, lived there yeah um yes yeah, so. <laughs> um so you know we checked checked on the pelicans we we went up to our room and sat on the porch for a little bit um we started to kind of pick up on when some of the feeding times were for them um and we knew that when we would see a truck with a cast member come out that the animals were going to be soon after so mm-hmm. just before five and then a little bit after eight were really good times um to pop out there and so Okay. We had a, a bunch of animals um, out on our porch, so we just hung out there until the end of the night and then went to bed kind of early because we knew we'd be up early the next day. Okay, okay. Man, enjoying that balcony and watching the, the animals I know. Is, such a, is such a cool experience, <laughs> right? It is, and I 
I I love a Disney balcony. And, Me too. <laughs> um, I'm not good at actually setting aside time to use it. And Me too. I feel like this trip, I did a great job doing that. So there was plenty good. of balcony time with our animals. Um, it was good. <laughs> good. Did you name any of the animals? That's the question. Um. So there was one, and we, we could not figure out what kind that she was. I mean, I'd say she like. So we named her Eleanor. Um, <laughs> she had great big antlers. Um, I have no idea what kind of animal she was but she was the most consistent guest outside of our balcony ah, um gotcha. so we did name her um there was a pack of four to six wildebeest that were pretty consistent and then two zebras but only awesome. she got a name that's so funny i just had to ask <laughs> if they're your animals you might have named them okay we, we did name them. i think if we were there for more than two nights there would have been more names um but yes only one got a name okay all right so that was monday the 8th so we're gonna move on to tuesday the 9th so uh yes. what was the plan for this day because i know this was the only park ticket day that you're that you're it was right? yes um so i mentioned that jake hadn't been to disney in a little over 20 years um and he he likes disney he is not a you know a diehard fan like i am um and so i knew we would kind of approach the parks a little bit differently mm -hmm. um it's funny i just listened to your episode on um like what to do with disney first timers uh -huh. um, and a lot of the things that you mentioned were were kind of the trends that we saw so i knew okay. i knew that some of like the big rides would be good but we wouldn't necessarily go to a ton of shows um mm -hmm. because i you know have a past and go a lot um i also wasn't attached to like doing trying to do everything right um so our plan was to go to animal kingdom we had a park reservation for animal kingdom um and then jake had a, a park hopper on his ticket so our plan was to go to epcot later in the day um to see world showcase but also to ride guardians um and then that was pretty much it um you know initially we'd thought about getting up really early to take advantage of the entire um, early access for resort guests. Um, uh -huh. But we actually decided against it, um, partially because we love the Kilimanjaro Club so much and um, we would not have been able to grab food there because it, it didn't start um, breakfast until, until seven. Um, but another reason why we didn't go to the park too early is um, I kind of feel like if you're gonna go to the park early, a lot of it is to do flight of passage. Mm -hmm. um, Jake is actually 6'6", and I had heard so much about people not fitting in the ride vehicle if they're very tall. Oh. Um, and so we talked about it, and we actually decided not to attempt Flight of Passage at all. Um, okay. Because I had just seen a couple of things, and it, it seemed like once you're over 6'3", you really don't fit on the ride. I don't know how accurate that was, but we just decided we'd rather not. It wasn't something he was attached to, and... Um, yeah. I was going to feel awful if we had to walk off because he couldn't sit on it. So we just did without early entry and did without flight of passage. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. So what time did you end up getting there? <laughs> um, so we, we got up, I mean, we're still pretty early risers. So we, we got up early. We popped up to the Kilimanjaro club, um, around six 30, got breakfast, got coffee, um, we didn't get to the park until about 7.50, so we had um, about 10 minutes left of, of early entry because early entry was at um, 7.30 that day. Okay. Um, 
when we got there, we had already gotten um, Genie Plus at seven and booked um, the Safari and then also gotten our Guardians of the Galaxy um, Lightning Lane as well. Okay. And, okay, so in case people that are listening are not aware, you got the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Lightning Lane. You bought it. Like, how much was it per person when you bought it? Yes, yes. So this day, and maybe it was because it was a Monday. This day it was $14 okay. per person, which I do still think is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't $17, um, okay. which was which was nice. And then our, our Safari return time was 840 to 940 Okay, okay. I just wanted to, to make sure that people... Because it's only virtual queue and individual lightning lane for Guardians. And I know mm-hmm. some, sometimes people get confused and think it's Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, all right. So you got uh, the Safari. Um, is that the first thing you guys did? We did. So when we got there, um, there was some shorter wait lines. Um, we actually, one additional thing that we did is um, we drove our vehicle from Savannah and we kind of went back and forth on the buses and decided to drive ourselves to the park just so we didn't have to rely on the buses. Okay. Um, and we did decide to do preferred parking. Um, we went for it because um, with my annual pass, they'll actually discount the preferred parking cost um, with your annual pass. So they'll take off the amount that they're charging for regular entry parking that day off of the preferred parking cost if you have an annual pass. Um, mm-hmm. I had never done it before and kind of was curious to try it um, to see just how close they would park you. Um, I also knew that you know it was going to be really hot. It was the only day um, that we were going to the park, so we kind of took the approach of let's let's pick the path of path of least resistance for as much as we can today, uh-huh. um, and opt for closer parking. Um, so we did that. It was very close. We were probably two rows behind um, where rideshare pickup is at Animal Kingdom. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, it was very close. Um, I would definitely not do it all the time, um, but for <laughs> you know a, 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 a once trip um, for probably the next couple of years for him, I thought it was worth it. I was going to say um, for a first timer, that's a yes. good one. <laughs> yes, get yes. preferred parking. <laughs> yes, especially because I think there is nothing worse than the walk back to the car in August. Oh, you are um, not lying. <laughs> you are not lying about that. Yes, so I we we went with that. Um, so we got in. We had 10 minutes left of um, early entry, and even though we weren't going to do Flight of Passage, um, Navi River only had a 10-minute wait, so um, we went there first. It was a complete walk-on. We just walked through the queue. There was really no wait at all, um, which I thought was really good for – I mean, it was a a Tuesday, but um, we really got there at the telltale end of early entry. well, so, let, me, nice. let me tell you, the um, uh, Orange County, Orlando schools, they all mm. went they all went back on Wednesday. Oh. So it was, I think people were just like, okay, not, you know, the locals aren't going, mm-hmm. you know, cl- so close to the beginning of school. And a lot of schools, uh, other places have started. So you hit it at pretty much a great time. That, you know, that's a really good point. We did not even plan for that. Um, so, so that worked out well. I, I should mention, I forgot to mention, um, this day was my birthday. Um, oh, yay. Well, so happy we, belated birthday. Thank you. We had, we, um, uh, I had really wanted to go into the parks on the actual day. And so that was also part of planning this trip too. Um, gotcha. So we did, we did Navi River. It was an easy walk on. It was great. Um, it was nice to also be in Pandora when it wasn't, you know, completely crazy too. 
Um, and then after that, um, it was about 8.20, Everest was posted. Also at a 10-minute wait was additionally a complete walk-on. Um, so we um, hiked over to Everest, did that next. Um, and then um, probably not a popular opinion, I love dinosaur um and so i wanted to make sure we went on it i love it so much um and so (laughs) after everest i saw dinosaur was a walk-on which i know it is typically but i ride it so much that i will not wait 30 minutes for the ride even though Uh i do love it so i wanted to make sure that we did it so we did dinosaur next Mm -hmm. um and we had wrapped up dinosaur um around 8 50 okay very good. Um, so at that time, our lightning lane, um, our Genie Plus Pass for Safari had started. Um, so we got over to the Safari around 9 a.m. Um, I was definitely happy that we had opted for Genie Plus and that I, I went back and forth on which ride I should book first. Um, but I was glad I did Safari because at this point it was 9 and it was up to almost a 40-minute wait. Okay. Um, gotcha. So we swiped into the Safari Um, While we were in line, I did pull up the My Disney Experience app to book the next one. And I was really hoping that we would still have um, passes available for Remy, um, but they were all gone. Um, Uh, Okay. Which I I was surprised by. I've gotten it, you know, still in the morning, but not immediately before. And so I I think I just assumed I was going to be able to get it. Um, But by by, you know, a little after nine, it was gone. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, so instead I booked test track, um, with a three thirty-five to four thirty-five return time, um, which was also pretty late in the day, but I know that one can, can go quickly. Um, okay. so we did the safari. It was really great. We had a lot of animals. There was one, um, giraffe that I actually was really surprised, the cast member was able to drive past them where they were. They were so close. They probably were within four feet of the vehicle. Um, They were very close, Um, but it was good. It was a great safari. It was Mm -hmm. pretty long. We probably were on it for um, almost 25 to 30 minutes. Um, We saw a bunch of animals. And then when we got off, we walked immediately to Gorilla Falls after that. Okay. And did you see, did you see any gorillas? We did. We saw a bunch of them. I think probably almost all of them. And then um, I'm not sure how old they are, but there is a little baby right now that is very, very cute. And they were, you know, running all over the place and climbing on the mm-hmm. older ones. And um, they were, they were great. Very active. Very cool. What did you do after Gorilla Falls? Um, so kind of like my love for dinosaur, um, I also love Rafiki's planet watch. Um, and, um, we, at first we thought we might do the animation class, but then because of timing, we decided against it. It was, um, about nine 50 when we went over there. Um, and it wasn't too full, which was nice. Um, I do have a great love for the pigs that are there, Charlotte and Dottie Mae. Uh Um, so we saw both of them. They both got a little belly rub. Um, and that was (laughs) really the purpose of our trip over there. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, we walked around inside a little bit. Um, and then, that was pretty much it. We just, you know, did a did a quick lap. We were there maybe twenty five to thirty minutes, not too long. Okay, 
All right. Um, and then, so um, there was no line to go over there and to come back? Was it just, was it pretty quick? Nope. Pretty quick. No line. Very empty train. Um, I've done the animation class before, and I think they do an amazing job. They actually bring um, some of the animals inside during the class. Um, mm-hmm. So highly would recommend that in some great AC time. But for this, we just did kind of a quick loop in there and, and saw the pigs and then headed back. Okay. Uh, then what did you do next? So we're starting to get hungry. Um, I mentioned that this was kind of a foodie tour for us. Um, mm-hmm. So we knew we wanted to go to a couple spots. Um, so we went to Centuli Canteen um, mm-hmm. for lunch. Jake really wanted to try the cheeseburger pods. Um, so he ordered, because we knew we were going to go to Centuli and then to Nomad, um, we ordered kids meals. Um, I'm a big fan of, of doing that at the parks. Um, great strategy by the way. <laughs> it, it is. is. It is. Yeah. And then you get a little cup for Gatorade, which is always nice. So, um, <laughs> yep. it, it works out well. So you got a cheeseburger pod. Um, I got the, um, I'm not sure what they call it, but it's the kind of pig and pigs in the blanket mm-hmm. kids meal that they have. It actually was delicious. I had never had it before. Um, would highly recommend it if I'm not, I don't eat hamburgers. So, you know, opt for the, for the pods. I know. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, just a hot dog they have wrapped in, in, in pastry dough. It's pretty good. Okay, cool. Um, so we got that. Um, Jake loved the kids' cheeseburger pod so much that he then ordered the adult meal right after it. Um, <laughs> so once again, we completely spoiled our appetite for what we were doing next, but that was okay. Um, <laughs> so we were individually um, just before 11. Um, and normally when I go to Nomad Lounge... I tried to get there before 11 and just wait in line. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were still in St. Julia that, at that, that time. So I just went on the app um, and joined the wait list. Um, it was barely a, past 11, probably 11.05. Um, and the virtual wait was up to 55 minutes. Um, okay. So I figured I would just you know hop on that. And then if we didn't end up at Nomad Lounge, that's okay. Um so we wrapped up there. Um, I thought, let's just pop by Nomad Lounge. I'd heard that the bar seating, you um, don't get seated there if you join the wait list, that it's kind of first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and we walked over there. It's probably closer to 1130, and half the bar was open. Um, oh, so wow. we you know, didn't continue with the virtual wait. We just went to the bar and, and sat there. Okay. Um, and I, I love Nomad Lounge. Um, it's probably my, my favorite spot to, to eat or drink at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always get a Jen's tattoo. Mm-hmm. The, the Haleo Margarita now closely rivals that, but the Jen's tattoo is definitely still my favorite Disney drink. It's <laughs> very good. Um, would highly, highly recommend that. What's in that? So it is, um, watermelon juice um hibiscus i think no um let me pop the menu really quick and then um vodka um and it's sweet but not too sweet and um it's 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 very good um it's a little dangerous actually so um (laughs) i would i would definitely recommend it and then um normally i get the the lobster mac and cheese, but because it was so hot out, um, I got the tuna poke bowl, which was absolutely too much for me to eat after kind of, you know, already having a, a first lunch over at San Julie Canteen. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then sticking with the uh, corn trend, 
uh, Jake got a corn soup that they had on the menu that I actually had never seen before. Um, okay. I haven't so, heard that. I haven't heard of if that's good or not, but so he enjoyed that. He loved it. That okay. was his favorite thing he ate during the trip. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, he definitely loved it. It was so I think it's a soup that they do have um at Tiffin's. Okay. Um, but the 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 little um tabletop kind of menu of specials that they have at, at Nomads that isn't on their normal menu, it was listed on that. Um Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then Jen's tattoo, it is hibiscus that's in it. It's watermelon, hibiscus, lime juice, and then kettle one vodka. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, did you well, did you get anything else to to nibble on? We did also get the churros. Um, good. I've never had I was the gonna say, <laughs> gotta get the churros. <laughs> it was very good. Um, it had the vanilla sauce, and then I had seen in the past, I think before they've had strawberry, but this time they had a coffee mm-hmm. um, sauce. Both were good, and they were delicious. Um, we'll uh, definitely get them again. Question: The mm-hmm. sauces. Um, I think it was my previous trip tales maybe two people ago um it said that the sauce was really liquidy like really runny um did you feel that that was the case too or was it Um, was it a good consistency it could have been a little thicker it wasn't too runny the thing that threw us off with the sauces was that they were very cold um which i'm sure is purposeful for you know food safety but um compared to the churros the the sauces were really cold um so we didn't we didn't use the sauces too much the the churros were definitely good kind of on their own um the coffee one was good our favorite was the vanilla one though okay very good i was just curious okay Mm -hmm. um okay any anything else sorry i cut you off here no you're good so i mean we we knew we wanted to have a middle of the day break um at the hotel not only because it was hot but um, just to spend more time at the resort too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually headed out after this. Um, we had meant to go back to Dino Land um, and to do some of the the like midway games that we they do over there, um, but mm-hmm. we completely forgot. Um, so <laughs> we actually headed out of the park um, around. I want to say it was almost one o'clock at this time. Okay. Okay. Um, um, and then did you just go back to the room? Yeah, just went back to the room, saw our animals, um, ate some of the Everglaze donuts that we hadn't eaten yet. Um, and then I popped over to the gift shop again at Animal Kingdom Lodge and um, got some um, uh, a magnet that just had the, the Animal Kingdom Lodge logo. And then because this wasn't Jake's first trip, I, in my mind, was kind of considering this his first trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big believer that no trip to Disney is complete without a blind pin pack. Um, so <laughs> I grabbed him the, the the Animal Kingdom blind pin box. Um, nice. So um, just hung out a little bit. We were only there for about an hour. Um, and while we were there, I booked our next um, Genie Plus Lightning Lane, um, and I booked it for Soren. Okay. So at this point, how many Lightning Lanes do you still have to go? So we had booked – so right before this, we booked Test Track. So we still mm-hmm. had that to use. Mm-hmm. I just booked Soren, mm-hmm. and then we had done the um, additional Lightning Lane that we paid for for Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, is this – now, Monday – was this uh, extended evening hours? No, it wasn't. Um, I, I 
I looked at it briefly. I think we could have done extended evening hours the day before on Monday. Um, oh, that's right. Today was Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had thought about that. And honestly, one of the reasons why we didn't was um, we knew it was going to be an early morning on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of knew that if we did go to all parks, the least favorite for him was going to be Magic Kingdom. Um, I, <laughs> as much as I love Animal Kingdom so much, Magic is definitely a close second for me. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of knew that evening Magic Kingdom was not going to be um, something that he was really excited about. So, okay. um, and then you know, additionally, because we weren't going to the parks that day, I felt like eh, we'll just we'll just skip it for now and maybe try to make better use of it next time if we if we go again. Fair enough. Hey, it's there to use, but you don't have to use it, right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, um, okay, so sorry. So um, so you had Soren, you had Test Track, and you had your Guardians Lightning yes. Lane. Um, okay, so what, what time What time was about, was this about like two or something, two-ish, three? A little before two. So okay. we, left, we left the hotel at 1.50 to go to Epcot, um, and we still had our preferred parking pass. Um, and I, I kind of figured we could use it from park to park. Um, at, at this day though, in the afternoon when we we're driving over, it wasn't raining yet, but there was a ton of really loud thunder. And so, um, when we got to the, the kiosk for parking, we showed them the preferred parking tag and they mentioned that it might not be open, that they might have, um, kind of coned off the space and they had. So when we oh. drove into Epcot, um, you couldn't drive into preferred parking cause they had coned it off. And then even though it really was right at park hopping time, I was surprised how, how soon within the parking lot they had coned off. So we had a pretty long walk into the park, um, because we weren't able to drive up, um, to preferred, but you also, I feel like sometimes when you go later into the park, you can kind of, there's no cast members for parking, but you can go up and kind of, you know, scout a spot for someone who's left. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, they had coned it off and there weren't really any, any cast members around. Why would Um, they do that? I don't know. I should have asked additional questions when we were driving through that, that initial kiosk. My thought was, and I never really thought or noticed this before that if there's thunder in the area, do they pull the cast members in, from the parking lot if they can um oh, and everyone okay. was just kind of self-parking so that's kind of what I figured maybe they did okay, okay. um but that was honestly we had everything go pretty flawlessly this was the only thing um that we kind of wished had gone differently um and yeah. honestly the only reason for that was because um once we started walking from the car it started downpouring oh, um wow. Which we did, we we kind of knew it was going to, so we came prepared with you know jackets and hats and umbrellas. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was that was the only thing that was a little odd. Um, oh, but we we got onto Epcot um, just after park hopping time, and then we were in line for Guardians. That was the first thing we did, and we were in line um, just before two thirty. Okay, all right, and um, this was was this this is not your first time to write it right it wasn't my first time um it was his first time right. um and this was the first time that I had gotten conga and okay. I I think I haven't gotten all the songs but right now that is my favorite um to okay. get <laughs> okay well what's another one of your favorites that you like 
from oh uh, i think i've gotten everybody is it everybody will rule the world uh-huh everybody wants um, to rule the world uh-huh yeah i've gotten that one i'm gonna be honest i can't even remember what the third song was that i got <laughs> okay. um, but i've gotten conga now twice um, okay I, I definitely think it's superior but it was his first time writing it and this ended up being his favorite ride um from the trip oh okay good well it's an amazing ride it's so, so. great <laughs> i'm yes. glad he liked it you know um it's kind of it's kind of too bad he only had one day ticket, otherwise he could have you know gotten to do it again. But I know, you know I know. We'll yeah, he'll just oh, have to go back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so from here, our um, our Soren return time was from two to three. Um, mm-hmm. So right after Guardians, we went over to Soren and and did Soren next. Okay, were you able to book any more Genie Plus selections, or was that? Were you not able to yet? We were because test track we had booked before Soren. So we were okay. able to book more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew we weren't going to go to any parks after this. So I actually didn't book any additional ones because Remy's was gone um, mm-hmm. and done for the day. Um, so I, I didn't book anymore, but I did kind of keep an eye on it throughout the, the end of the day and evening because I was curious and uh-huh especially if we were going to hop to magic or Hollywood, um, there were plenty of openings to, to book additional lightning lanes. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So you said you were going to Soren next. Yep. We did Soren next. Um, at this point it was not raining anymore, not necessarily thundering, but it didn't look like it was done doing either of those things. Okay. Um, so we did Soren, and then um, he had never gone through World Showcase before. So um, after Soren, we started walking through the countries. Um, I am normally a Mexico first person, um, but because of where we were, we did end up going the opposite direction, which was fine. Um, <laughs> which was fine. <laughs> um, I love that. It, it all, so at this point, it was, what time was this? Um, maybe almost three o'clock. So it was definitely getting busy. You know, food and wine was, was going on. Um, mm-hmm. So we got a couple things, but we definitely did not spend as much time in World Showcase as we could have. Um, part of that was also the rain too. Um, so we stopped at a couple places. I got a, um, the orange slush in France and then at the, the Greece food and wine booth, um, Jake got a, um, a spinacopita. Um, okay. I thought my drink was great. He mm-hmm. was kind of so, so on, on the food it said it was, you know, good, but not, not as good as, um, the nomad lounge uh soup that was the winner for the day i mean nomad's hard to beat though it, i agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so we you know we, we did the rest of the loop i'm a big fan of the store that's in japan so we did mm-hmm. pop in there mm-hmm. um oh we did also actually at canada um i i can't remember what it's normally called but they're their like circle vision um, film that they normally have inside. That yeah. is their food and wine booth this year. It's the um, apple seed orchard, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We didn't get anything, but I wanted to see it. Um, and I, I feel like they should do that every year. It was so 
<laughs> it was so cool in there, like temperature wise and visually. And there were so many tables. Um, so we didn't get anything, but we did pop in there and it looked like a good spot. So they, um, they did do it last year Oh, um, because we, we did go in and try it. And let me tell you, going in whenever the it's like blazing hot outside in the ac like to be able to go to a food and wine booth in the ac <laughs> is really nice so yep. we hung out there for a little bit but yeah it's super nice and i love everything apple so that booth mm-hmm. is amazing so i'm glad you yeah yeah we it. i mean we had still eaten too much at animal kingdom so we were still <laughs> pacing ourselves um, right but um Yes, it was, it was, it was very neat. So we finished the world showcase, um, loop and we had gotten a notification from the app that, um, we'd gotten a multi-experience pass for Mm -hmm. test track because thunder had been in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, what I didn't realize about the multi-experience passes, it seems like once your ride goes down, you no longer have the hour window that you can use it just starting at your return time, but that doesn't really list an end time anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were kind of towards the end of the test track hour that we would have had. Um, and so even though it went down at the start of the lightning lane, um, it actually was back up. Um, and so after we did World showcase, we went over to test track, um, the sky, definitely looked like it wasn't done yet Mm. um and so we went through the design lab and then after that the line stopped they made two announcements that there were delays um we um kind of decided we were going to give it another 10-15 minutes and then I noticed on the app that the app said the ride was down um so we gave it another 10 minutes in total we probably were in line for 40 minutes and then we just decided to call it um and, and walked out of the line um so you missed out on that one. He did miss out on that one. Yeah. Um, I do think my guess was that the Safari Guardians and Soren were all going to beat out test tracks for him. So oh, okay. um, I, I, I didn't count it as too much of a loss. Um, but yes, we, we did give up on test track. Um, we had a six o'clock um, reservation at Ohana for dinner. Um, oh, and because we were getting close on time, um, we actually went, headed to the Polynesian straight from Epcot from there. You didn't take him on mission space. <laughs> so th- what is so funny about our entire planning process, um, is that not only did he shoot down almost all restaurants, um, that I proposed, but the ride that he was most excited for was mission space. Oh my and, gosh. and I was like, you're crazy. That's like the least loved <laughs> ride at Disney. Um, and we actually didn't go on it. Um, Did you talk I, him I out of it? I didn't talk him out of it. You know, we, we still technically, I mean, we, we didn't have the multi-experience pass because we did scan into, um, test track and not mm-hmm. use it. Um, but I was like, I mean, the wait's 20 minutes. I doubt it's worth the 20 minute wait, but I feel like you could maybe try and, and, and argue that we could use this lightning lane on it. Um, <laughs> but he just decided against it. He, 
I, I think I maybe psyched him out a little bit. At first, he was going to go for the, is it orange? That's like the full yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. At first, he was pretty gung-ho of, of doing that. And then um, I think I psyched him out a little bit and was like, well, I, I, I'm still going to dinner, even if you feel awful and it's Ohana. Like, this is a really great one. And then he decided against it. So, which um, I, I don't know. Maybe that was a little disappointing for him, but um, no, he did not. He did not go on that. But initially, that was his um, most excited for a ride. That's funny. He will thank you later. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you took so, the monorail over to Polynesian. Is that what you said. So we um, we actually drove over. Oh, drove. Um, okay. I think it's because we, you know, when my when my sister and I go, we we always bring our car from from Savannah, and so uh-huh. we drive so often that I'm kind of just used to not relying on Disney transportation too much. Same. Um, same. <laughs> and so we, so yeah. we did drive. Um, yeah. And uh, we also had, you know, like a change of shoes in the car and stuff for dinner. So we, we just went that route. Okay. Um, so we drove to the poly. We we're definitely a little early. Our reservation was at six. We got there probably at like five 30. Um, so we checked in. Um, I'm a big fan of the, gift shops with the Olumel and, um, you know, the Duffy merch at mm-hmm. Polynesian. So I was not upset about having extra time, um, <laughs> to scope those out. Um, we, we actually, so our, our reservation was at six. We actually didn't get checked in and seated until six twenty, um, which I thought was a little surprising. I, I hadn't had a dining reservation run that late before. Uh-huh. Um, but once they sat us down, I kind of could see why. I, I definitely think that they were short-staffed. Um, okay. And our waitress was phenomenal. She was, I mean, she was busting it out. She had so many tables. Um, but I still felt like every opportunity she had, she checked on us. Um, hmm. She had she had a lot of tables. Um, so we got seated at six 20. Um, our food came out at six 40 when we started getting the bread and the salad. Um, I will say, and this does make sense. I just didn't think about it when I was booking. I think if you either don't have kids or your kids are a little older, I would recommend booking no earlier than seven. Um, when we first got there, it was definitely chaos. Um, (laughs) um, but then by almost seven o'clock, the restaurant had really kind of quieted down and, and cleared out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it felt like the five to six, six thirty um, time was really, really busy for the restaurant. Um, so okay. if, if you're able to eat a little later, I think next time we would we would go at like seven or seven thirty. Um, okay. But I had been to Ohana once before. He'd never been before. Um, it was great. The the salad was was really good. The bread was good. Um, the noodles and the pot stickers probably were our favorites from the appetizer. Um, and then the peel and eat shrimp were definitely our favorites from um, the the main entree. Okay, yeah, it's that place is so good. I just it's so good. The noodles, the was it? I love the noodles. I love the pot stickers. Yep. Um, I even like sometimes the 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 like beef. I know you said you didn't eat beef, but the beef is cooked like like too much like it's too well done sometimes that's, that's what jake odd. said yeah yeah he yeah. said that there there were some pieces that were way too well done but there mm-hmm. there were some pieces that were excellent yeah. um so he actually just asked for another bowl when he kind of picked through the ones that were really cooked and then had some more really great pieces nice. um the chicken was um and we could have asked for you know an, another batch it was really cold when it got to us 
Um, but I, I kind of chalk that up to probably understaffing because um, the chicken actually came out before everyone. I think because it was just two of us, we didn't have the main entrees on a skillet. They were each in their own separate bowls. Um, okay. And the chicken came out first and was really cold. And then everything, the the beef and the shrimp then came out next. But those were good. Okay. Okay. So um, tell me, uh, remind me of the cost per person. for. Oh, I think this one is 59 I know it's dinner. up there. It's up there. Yeah. I can't um, remember exactly. But um, do you think like uh, just based on, you know, experience and like, do you think it's worth it? Like, would you go back? I know you've been there before, but like, would you return for dinner? I would go back. It is. So it's, I just looked up. It's 55 um, for adults. Um, I would go back. I do. I think comparing it to Boma, we liked Boma more. Um, I think the thing that I like most about Ohana is really the nostalgia of it, that you can see Magic Kingdom. Um, And, and it, and it, it really feels like you're on vacation when you're at Ohana. Um, And so I think because of that, I think it's worth the price, but also because it's like Disney prices. And so I have kind of a skewed view of um, things being worth a certain amount um, when it's at Disney. So I would go back, um, you know, we definitely, you know, don't go every single trip, but I think it's nice to go, um, especially for going with people who also, you know, like that food are interested in it and also think it's worth it. Um, I, I could see folks not thinking it was worth it, especially if, you know, it, it is a little crowded and you get seated late. Um, if, if you're, if you're kind of expecting it to be, um, a fine dining restaurant experience out like outside of Disney for uh-huh. $55. I think you kind of need to walk in with, um, different expectations for Ohana, but I think for people who, who like it, like we did, we, we would go back. Okay. Very good. Okay. Um, so, um, but did you feel like you were rushed out of there? Um, no, I had heard some people felt that way. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't because, and maybe it was because they sat us late. So I kind of felt like, you know, we were, we were going to hang out and, and eat because we'd already been waiting so long. Um, mm-hmm. um, because we really didn't get our food. And I think also our drinks came out at the same time at six forty. So we, so we really didn't, our reservation was at six, but we didn't get food or drinks till six forty. Um, and the restaurant really started clearing out around six thirty. Once we sat down, um, and so because of that, I didn't feel too rushed. And then also because the waitress had so many tables, um, it yeah. kind of felt like, you know, any moment she got, she did pop over, but it, because she also needed to rush to another table, it never felt like she was trying to get us out the door, um, which was nice. There was a food runner that also helped out with our table who was great. Um, and there were a couple items that we asked for seconds of, I think we asked for more salad and bread. Mm -hmm. We asked for more shrimp, more beef. I think that was it. Um, and they were, you know, I didn't feel like we were like scouting, trying to find someone or, um, they were, they were good. I definitely think I didn't feel rushed though, because, the wait staff was just so stretched thin that it was almost like they didn't have time to try to push us out um, because they were just trying to, to move as fast as possible to the next table. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. It, the, the Boma server was 
absolutely more attentive. Gotcha. I got it. See this, this place, I asked this because this place is very hit or miss. Like some people have great experiences with yeah. the service is wonderful. And then there's some that feel like one, the, the service wasn't great. And then they were like, kind of like rushed to finish so they could just have higher turnover, you know? So I, that, I that's yeah. why I wanted to ask because it's always just, it's, it's one or the other. It's 50, 50, you know? Yeah. So. I, I will say if we didn't love the shrimp so much, I think we probably would like, if, if we felt the shrimp was cold and not worth it, kind of like the chicken, I definitely think we would have walked away feeling very different. Um, because I think it would have yeah. felt like kind of half of what we got was not something we were super excited about, but, um, yeah the the shrimp and the and the beef came out hot and was was great but yes def, seeing how stretched thin they were I could see how you could very easily have a poor experience yeah yeah well I mean I guess it just depends on when you go and who you have so yes <laughs> totally agree okay so um after dinner what was the plan so um wasn't much plan after that we actually we knew we weren't going to go to the parks after um partially because we wanted to again just kind of soak up time in the resort um also because of the weather a little bit too it was definitely going to rain again um and mm -hmm. so um we just after dinner we um probably unpopular opinion of mine like the zebra domes i didn't i didn't <laughs> love i didn't love the ohana dessert i'm kind of weird about like squishy dessert texture um, and so the bread pudding was not for me. Um, and so we, we got dull whips after, um, at the Polynesian and then ate them on the beach there, um, which was great. And then we headed back to our resort around a little after eight 30. Okay. So not too late. Mm -mm. Nope. Not too late. Um, we went and saw our animals, um, and they were very cute. They were great. There were a bunch out there um, because it, it did seem like they would put out food for them a little after eight. So they all were still active and out there. It was still light enough to see some of them. Um, and then we went up to the Kilimanjaro Club to check out the dessert hour that they had upstairs. All right. And what kind of desserts did you get this night? So they had um, a bunch of different options, probably five or six different options. They had these little cones with... Um, filled with buttercream frosting. Um, they had little chocolate desserts with raspberry and mousse on top. They had a little carrot cake. Um, they had one or two others that Boma has. And I'm, I'm honestly trying to remember if they had zebra domes or not. I think that they did. Um, one of the nights, um, I think they had, had zebra domes. Um, and then they also had, um, you know, you could order beer, wine or champagne. And then they also had, um, like Kahlua and, and some dessert liquors out too. Okay. I forgot to ask you this earlier. How big of a space mm. is, the, is the club? Like, is, is, it, um, is it spacious? Was it pretty busy when you were there? You know, tell me about that. Yeah. So I think, so they have the amount of space that they have to put out the food and the snacks and the drinks, I think is big enough. Um, mm -hmm. they, they had a lot of different options for drinks every single time. So every time you're up there, you could order, you know, any of the, the beer and wine, but then they also had the espresso bar was always out breakfast. There was, you know, three or four different juice options. There was always soda in the fridge. Um, and then the amount of space that they had for, for food, I thought was good. Okay. I will say it felt like they had just enough or not quite enough seating at certain points. Um, 
the day before this, when we went up for kind of the dinner hour, um, we went there right at the start of the food time and there was absolutely not enough seating. Um, the cast members apologized a couple times saying that they, they, they want to expand the seating and, you know, apologize that there was none other. Um, that was the only time that it was really difficult to find seating. There were times when we were up at breakfast when we had a seat, but I kind of noticed some other people circling. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what size space to compare it to. Um, it almost feels like the amount of seating that's inside Casey's at Magic Kingdom is maybe about oh, that size. Okay. And then and then there's like a little bar kind of removed that you could sit at and then a little sofa to the side. So maybe a little bit bigger than Casey's inside, but it's Okay. I mean, I think Oh, maybe 30 seats at most. Um okay. it, it's definitely small. That's a, that's smaller than I than I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm picturing like the Polynesian Club level, and it's you know like two. It's got that giant window, and it's like mm. two stories tall, and it's huge. Um, so okay, this is it's good to know. It's good to to know this, so like you can kind of plan for it. So if you want to like avoid too many people, maybe go at like a little bit of off times or something. Yes, yes, I definitely think you know either either get there like ten or fifteen minutes before breakfast, before the breakfast or the dinner hour starts to like steak out a table, or yeah. get there maybe thirty to forty minutes afterwards um, once people have left. Um, they did so it, it's it's on the sixth floor and it's in the loop because it's it's open in the in the middle of the floor for the lobby ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at the end, the short end of the building. Uh-huh. Um, and there's rooms all the way around on the other side, or there's you know the big window. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they mentioned that they want to add more seating, I think they could probably add like different tables that are just smaller pieces of furniture to add more seating. But otherwise I kind of don't, I'm not sure where they would put it. Um, <laughs> okay. There's not much more space up there. Um, but um, yeah, only, there was only one time where it felt too, too crowded, but we were there, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I could see it being like a weekend and it really feeling packed up there. Okay. Good to know. All right. So after after you went up there, um, did you just turn in for the night or anything else? Any more animal watching? <laughs> we we did have some more animal watching. You know, said goodnight to our animals, and then that was really it for the for the night. We were we were asleep by like ten o'clock. Okay. Very good. All right. So that was Tuesday. So moving on to Wednesday the tenth. So this mm-hmm. was checkout day. Yes. It was. Okay. Yes, it was checkout day, which okay. was so sad. So, um, so tell me how the at least the morning went. Like, what time did you eventually check out and everything? Yeah. So we we you know we we got up pretty early. We were up at the the lounge at seven. Um, we had actually initially had a Grand Floridian Cafe reservation for breakfast. Um, but because we love the Kilimanjaro club so much, we canceled that. Um, so we had breakfast at the lounge, um, on our first day, one of the cast members had told us to go to Kidani village to see the other savannas because they had different animals. Um, she specifically said that there was a piglet over there. Um, and so I was definitely eager to check out, you know, the third pig at animal kingdom. Um, and so we got up, we had breakfast, we went over to Kadani village. They have an internal bus. Um, and we took that over there. Um, we did not see really many animals. Um, there was some, you know, a crazy looking bird. Um, 
no piglet, which is okay. Um, we had some really good um, pin finds in the little store that was over there. So oh. good, a good merch find is, you know, definitely a win for me. Um, <laughs> and so then we checked out um, probably around 10. Um, and then we headed to Disney Springs again um, to get there as close to opening as possible to try to do the um, personalized Lego um, figurine the experience that they have over there. Ah, uh, Okay. All right, so so would you say ten o'clock? You said you headed over there. Yep. So a little All before right. time, we headed over. Um, I actually, when we were driving over, I went online, and you can book this experience um, online. But online, it was showing that there was no times open for that day. Um, so okay. we parked. We went straight over to the Lego store. Um, we were able to add our names in, but it was going to be a thirty to forty-five minute wait. Um, okay. so we just put our, our name down and then we went over to world of Disney to walk around there while, while we waited. Um, our pickup time for Duke wasn't until noon. So we had kind of a, a little bit of time to bop around there. Okay. All right. So, uh, how long did you end up waiting for the Lego? Store? So we ended up waiting about 30 minutes. Um, it was, you know, great that world of Disney was completely empty. Um, I would highly recommend um, doing that at some point if, you know, you're someone who, who loves going in there because it, it honestly felt like a completely different store. It was so <laughs> empty. Um, so we, we went over to Lego store. We really only waited 30 minutes. Um, we each did one. And so even though we were the same party, they set us up at two different um kiosks touchscreens they have in the middle of the store mm -hmm. um and it was i think it was 11.99 each um and what you're mainly doing on the touchscreen is designing the shirt that the lego person is going to wear um okay so they have different pre-made options and then they have different um like stickers kind of different like clip art that you can add um, uh -huh. you can change the color of things you can draw things you can add text um, like I, on the back of mine put that, you know, the year and that it was a birthday trip. Um, mm -hmm. and then once you're done, you, um, print it, it prints on a machine that's right next to those kiosks. And then, um, above the station that you're working on, you can then pick, um, the face that you want, um, the hair, the pants, and then you can pick two accessories. Um, they have so many options, um, Mine, for example, has a, um, a duck pool floaty and a hairbrush. And Jake's has, um, I think, like a, a sword and a lizard. Um, so <laughs> lots of options. And then the base of the Lego, you pick the name that you put on there. Um, so we just put each of our names. Um, we had so much fun doing this. I was, you know, um, really going along just to be a good sport, but I loved it. Um, I thought it was a blast and it was probably took us like 30 to 45 minutes, um, because we were being maybe overly selective, um, about our Lego accessories. Um, but I loved it for, and I also thought for 1199 for it to be a souvenir and an experience was really fun. Um, yeah. so I would, I would definitely do it again. Um, and I would recommend it to folks too, to add, but if possible, I would definitely register online. If you just go to the Disney okay. Springs Lego store, uh -huh. um, you can, you can find it on there to book ahead of time. Okay. I, I need to know more because I think my daughter <laughs> would love this. Okay. So how big is this? 
It's just a little Lego. It's like the size of a Lego person. Um, okay, it's, okay. So it's, I mean, it's, it's small. Okay. Um, and then you can, so the shirt that you make, you design the front and back. So like mine, for example, was a pre kind of designed striped shirt that they had, but I added like bows to it. And then they had a little um, birthday cake clip art that I added to the back. And then I added the year. And, um, and so you can, they have examples for you to look at while you're doing it. And one of the things that you can do when you're designing the shirt is that they have different, um, it's almost kind of like the old paint program where you can change the color of um, what you're writing with. And so some of the examples they had, like people, people drew like Grogu or drew the castle and went really elaborate on some of the examples that they had, but um, they have tons of options. So they have kind of like pre-made shirts and then the ability to customize those um oh too gosh. but it's just a it's just a little a little lego person i really um, want to do this it's so it was really fun yes. and then what's nice too is that like after you design it while it's printing it probably just i mean depending on timing and if they're already printing and then need to batch yours after it probably takes like five to ten minutes for it to print the shirt but while that's happening you can pick out the accessories um and i don't i really liked that even though it was definitely busy. And by the time we left, it was up to almost a three hour wait. They didn't rush us out at all. Um, Mm -hmm. We at first each um, only wrote down that we wanted one accessory and then we saw someone got two. And so we're like, Oh my gosh, can we get a second one? They were great. They were, (laughs) they were as into it as we were. Um, They were the, the, the employees there were really lovely. Well, good. I like that. Well, yeah. So I'm so you, so you go online and do it basically if if you can. Mm-hmm. That's like the best way. Okay. Yes, right, I deal. think the only reason we had a thirty minute wait was because we got there pretty much right at ten on a Wednesday. Okay. All right. That's so. That sounds so cool. I'm gonna have to definitely check that out. So. Um. All right. So after that experience, um, did you have to go pick up Duke? Yes, it was time to pick up Duke. So we just um got in the car, drove over to the best friends again. Um, we had selected noon for a pickup time and they'd actually called me that morning to ask me some questions about, you know, his bath, if I wanted to add on teeth brushing. Um, and, uh, so I went and picked him up. It was super straightforward. Um, they confirmed that he ate every day. Um, and it was really easy. Parking over there is easy. And so we picked him up and then we headed home at noon. So, and you got him about five-ish? Yeah, around five. Perfect. Okay, and um, usually I'd say, like, I have questions, but your your trip actually kept going, right? <laughs> it did. <laughs> so we, um, because I have a, a pass, um, and because it was, um, you know, my, my birthday that week, I, I kind of leaned into it and mm-hmm. um, took the whole week off of work. Um, and so I did drive home um, that day. And um, did some laundry. And then I actually later in the week went back um, with my dad and sister um, for three days in the park later in the week. Okay. So we you know you stayed, you said you stayed off property, right? We did. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, and, but you did have more experience with Genie Plus. We did. So um, the three days we were in the park, we used Genie Plus all three days um, booked at 7am every day. And then, um, it was one of your past, um, trip tales guests that said that after they would book a genie plus pass, 
that then they would go and immediately try to book another. And then the app gives you the return time that you can book again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be honest, Genie Plus still sometimes really confuses me. I think I have it down and then it tells me I'm too early. Um, right. So <laughs> I just I just keep trying. Um, yeah. And and so I, I would always set an alarm so that we could book immediately. Um, but there was one day in particular that we, what park did we start at? I think we started at Epcot. Um, we had done, um, you know, a, a few rides in the morning, but I started stacking um, lightning lanes for Hollywood studios in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up stacking a slinky dog, um, toy story mania, alien swirling saucers and smugglers run, um, mm-hmm. and stacked them all within a span of 90 minutes. Um, Excellent. so it was, I mean, I, I don't love that you have to pay for it, but we, you know, I'd used it before, but never used it three days consecutively. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that experience, I really felt like it was worth it. I would say, though, I feel like uh, from that experience, if you're if you're someone who is going to stay later in the park, it works really well. And if you're OK stacking um, later in the day and then kind of, you know, going to the pool in the middle of the day or getting out of the heat, it works great. Mm-hmm. Um but if, if you're not a fan of that, I can see it, it not working as well. Um, the other thing we ran into that I think is a recent change is that in the past, if you were booking before park hopping time, um, say, you know, you were at Animal Kingdom, your reservation for, was for Animal Kingdom, and you were trying to book out for a ride at Hollywood Studios, but that the return time hadn't reached after two o'clock before I've been able to book it. And then even though it's four too early, the app realizes that because of park hopping time, they have to push it out and mm-hmm. it just corrects it. But this trip, it wouldn't let us book. Um, right. We had to wait until the reservation actually got pushed out, which I thought was such a, a bummer because then right. you have the two hour rule. So now you have to wait. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, you have to wait to book to then wait two hours. And then yep. I found myself like, setting like 30 or 45 minute alarm so that I didn't wait and forget to mm-hmm. ever go back to it. Um, so that yeah. was definitely a bummer, but right. I think if you can stack in the evening, seeing that we could do all of toy story land in one day, honestly really shocked me. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was a good experience. We did, um, we did for two of the days, um, on the second trip pay for, the guardians lightning lane, um, which I still think is really crazy, mm-hmm. but being able to book and, and because it was, um, after park hopping time, that one did let you pick a time, even if it hadn't reached it. Um, I will say the experience of being able to ride the newest ride with almost no weight and, and really pick our time, was a really good experience. So even though it was expensive, yeah. I did like the experience didn't have any weird hiccups. Um, so I do, I want to clarify what you just said about guardians and not being affected by the the park hopping mm. time. Mm-hmm. It's because it's an individual lightning lane and those oh, are, those aren't affected. Okay. It's just Got genie it. plus. Yeah. So Got it. you didn't have to worry. Don't have to worry about that. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? yes. That definitely made it a little bit better. So even yeah. though, you know, 
doing that twice was like a substantial cost during the time. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to ride the ride was something we were really interested in. So, right. um, right. yeah, I still, I, I still don't love that you have to pay for it, but, um, I felt like by the end of the three days, I started to feel like I knew it a little better. It it did lead to me, you know, like constantly having alarms going off and my family asking like, oh, is it time? Or are we just checking if it's time? Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it worked okay at the end. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, all right. So going back to your earlier uh, trip during the week with your boyfriend, I um, mm-hmm. have some questions that I wanted to yeah. ask you. So what was your favorite of the restaurants? My, I, I really loved Ohana. Um, I think a lot of it was the nostalgia. So for me, my favorite was Ohana with a close second Boma. His absolutely was Boma. Okay. That's a good pick. I do love Boma. Um, did you guys use magic band plus? We didn't. Um, I think it had, it had just been released. Um, and he actually had purchased, um, one of the older model magic bands for the trip when we booked it in May um, and had already ordered that and arrived. So he didn't have an interest in ordering one. And I, I haven't gotten one. I would like to at some point, but I kind of want to wait until they have so many designs, but I still kind of want to wait to see what other ones they release. Um, So didn't, didn't do any magic band um, plus. Who are you secretly hoping like they put on a magic band or what do you um, want on a magic band? So I, I am, I'm a really big fan of the glitter uh-huh. older magic band. So I would yeah. love um, a genie or a, oh my gosh, I'm mixing up all my words. Um, a magic band plus everything is a plus that's mm-hmm. glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, would love that. Um, I'm also a really huge fan of the Dooney and Burke bands that they'll come out with. And so Uh, I'm kind of hoping that they'll do one of those. Um, We did during our trip run into a family who bought one and their daughter got the fireworks one, Uh which I had not seen. And she showed us that when you tap on it, it kind of gives you a mini fireworks show um, and lights Mm -hmm. up with it. So she almost convinced me, um, but I, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't quite pull the trigger yet. Um, So I'm I'm holding out for my like perfect one. Gotcha. Um, Okay. So um, my next question was, was this a long enough trip for you and your boyfriend being his first (laughs) time or would you have preferred it to be a little longer? I think for, you know, in some ways, kind of his first trip, it was the perfect length um, because we left really enjoying our trip. Um, and one thing that he mentioned was that he was very, very pleasantly surprised with the whole experience that he went into it thinking like he's going to go, it'll be good, but that he won't necessarily have an interest in going back. Um, and instead he left feeling like should we, we should go back. Should we do this every year? Um, which I was shocked by. Um, so (laughs) that was, that was good. Um, so I, I do think cause we loved the resort so much. If we had to extend it, we probably would have done one additional night and not done any park, any additional park time. Um, when we got to animal kingdom lodge, one of the cast members had mentioned that they have, a twilight safari that they do, mm-hmm. I think at eight thirty and 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we had to do it again, we would do an additional night and book that for one of the nights, um, or maybe do like a backstage 
um, mm-hmm. tour for a day that we don't go to the parks. Um, otherwise it was a good length, but yes, if we had to extend it, I would say one night and then a kind of like a, a behind the scenes tour. Okay. All right. Um, all right. And a couple more, uh, what mm-hmm. was your favorite part of the trip? Definitely the resort. It blew Definitely. me away. Mm-hmm. I loved it so, so much. I also loved that, um, you know, the, the porch and our animals were of course, um, exceptional, I also loved that even though we were spending more time at the resort, it didn't really feel like we left the park, um, but it was relaxing. Um, So I thought it was the perfect combination of still feeling like you were in the Disney magic, but also able to relax by being at the resort too. Gotcha. Okay. And then what was your least favorite part? (sighs) You know, we really didn't have that. I'm... I have gone so much growing up with my family that I'm kind of on the mindset that like something will go horribly wrong and <laughs> you kind of just need to decide that it's not going to ruin your whole day or trip. Right. Um, so there really wasn't, I think the only thing that I kind of considered a hiccup was the preferred parking being blocked off when we went to Epcot and then getting rained on. If that's your worst um, problem, you did a really good job with your I, trip. Same. <laughs> and I, I kind of just always expect to be rained on in August at Disney. So um, I don't I don't really think there was anything, which is, which is great. The one thing maybe is um, we had such good food. <laughs> we did at a certain point kind of feel like, we had just been so full for so long that like we just just cool it on the food, um, which I was not anticipating. Um, so I don't know, maybe some additional planning and restraint with, um, the Kilimanjaro club, but other than that, everything went really well. Good. Well, um, when are you or you and him planning on going back? So I am going with my sister in September. We're doing um, at the end of the month a Mickey's Not So Scary party. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time we've ever done any um, nighttime event um, at okay. Disney. So definitely excited for that. Um, my boyfriend and I don't have a trip planned. Um, I do kind of plan, you know, next March, April, May, that I propose doing another um, birthday animal kingdom lodge trip, uh-huh. um, but uh, nothing right now. I think okay. um, there's. I don't think there's much interest um, for him to go right now. Um, but we'll we'll go back again, especially because we love the resort so much. Good. Okay. And would you stay anywhere else? Like, would you try another resort for um, him? I honestly. My first thought is no. Um, (laughs) And I think part of that is because we loved Animal Kingdom Lodge so much. Um, And because I think some of the other resorts that have some really great, like to me, I've never stayed at Boardwalk, but would love to stay at Boardwalk. Mm -hmm. But I kind of think what we also loved about Animal Kingdom Lodge was really how quiet it was. Yeah. Um, And I think I'd be nervous that if we were at like the contemporary or Boardwalk, that it would be really loud. Um, I do. I've, I've once stayed at Port New Orleans Riverside. And I think that resort is so beautiful because it's a little bit smaller um, mm-hmm. so maybe that one, cause I kind of consider that one to be pretty quiet too. Um, but I, I, we maybe have done the wrong thing and because 
you know, he started with Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, I think everything will be a disappointment in comparison. Um, so my guess is probably wouldn't try another one with him. Um, maybe we just stick with that one. You know, that was the first um, hotel that Jared ever stayed at was Animal Kingdom Lodge. At oh. Disney. Yep. And that made him fall in love with it. So okay, there's, that's a good there's sign. hope there's for hope. you. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yes. I, I would love for him to have an interest to go multiple times a year i i don't know that we'll get to that point but um you that know, gives me hope you never know <laughs> <laughs> all right um well I, I i loved hearing about your trip i love like i love the short trips i love the long trips but i love i also love state like staycation kind of trips mm -hmm. and just like exploring the hotel and everything i just i love all of that so um so um, if you're not a part, I'm talking to the audience here, if you're not a part of Capture the Magic Community Facebook group, go ahead and join that because um, Amanda, when she when she posts about her episode, she's going to share some pictures and some videos from your trip, if you wouldn't mind doing that, Amanda. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, well, thank you for being on the show. That was wonderful. And it was I loved hearing about it. It was great. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Amanda's uh, trip report about her her little trip to uh, Disney and staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, she will be posting some pictures and videos like we mentioned in the episode uh, to capture the magic community. So if you are not a member of that, please go ahead and join. You can answer some questions and you can be let in to join that group. You can also check us out on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and we're either Capture the Magic or Cap the Magic on any of those platforms. And also, don't forget to check out our Club 32. And that is a special podcast group that we have where you can get extra content from us, such as live streams from the parks and at home. We do special shows like the Club 32 show. We have uh, Distory, which will be starting again hopefully soon. Um, we've got uh, Cool Kids Kitchen. We've got uh, the Jared Speakeasy he does. Um, we got discounts on merchandise, uh, early release episodes of Trip Tales, so you get them up to a week early, so that's really cool. Uh, but lots of stuff that you can get in the club, and uh, lots of cool people, let me tell you. Um, these are some of my favorite people I've ever met in this club, so I hope you guys uh, consider that. And if you are a like-minded Disney or Universal person, you are going to find other like-minded Disney people too. <laughs> so uh, if you want to join or you want to check out some of the offerings that we've got as far as uh, you can do like a monthly or a yearly plan, you can go to ctmvip.com and there is a free trial you can sign up for. So if you just want to check us out and see what we're like, then you can do that free trial. So again, that's ctmvip to sign up. So, all right. Uh, well, that's it for the show for me today. I want to say thank you to Amanda and thank you to everybody for listening. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. <laughs>